Welcome to Degenesis. Ow, I, I clapped too hard. <laughs> <laughs> would you, do you know what would make you know what makes this even funnier, those of you who were not here before you turned up? Is yeah, Alistair you lot. just spent about five minutes bragging about how tough <laughs> and strong his immune system was. <laughs> that he was able to soldier on and carry on working yeah. while other members of his team were off ill. Yeah, oh, that's look the at thing. you, Alistair, and you suck. Now I'm gonna he get has a gold star. Too hard <laughs> and injured now himself. His hurt, so <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming a Greek fable. Um that's just don't don't be Alistair, mate. He's all high and mighty and then low. <laughs> One day he's brought in the magic potion by your hand. Yeah. Um. Uh, dear. Well, now from the the weak and feeble Alistair <laughs> to the mighty and strong Yarrow. Uh huh. Hello, it is me. I have taken over. Um. Right. Last time on the Genesis, we meet with Argela's contact Yakov, a large man who um we find out. Uh, is a kind of slave master for the workers who work on carbon, an absolutely massive behemoth of a train. Um, it is several meters ra- uh, wide and very, very long. Um, it requires uh, whole platoons of slaves to maintain. Um, he gets us on. Uh, we give up our weapons for the duration of the train journey. And... We uh, pretend to be uh, protection initially um, as, we get, as we get on. That's our cover. But crucially, uh, we do not actually have tickets. Um, we get a look at the engine, which is huge. The pistons are larger than men. Um, we, um, no, Yarov sees the plight of these workers and leaves behind some food for them. We... Um, then embark on the task of uh, waiting for the train to arrive at our, our destination. And we hear that there are several ways we can help pass the time, including um, getting surgery um, for uh, Tormek's wound and spending time at the casino. Are you okay, Jim? What? Huh? Are you okay, Jim? What? I mean, I said something, but clearly it didn't come through. I, I, yeah, I didn't he hear. Just it. Made a terrible noise. sound. You just made noise. That thing. It's fine. Ben, cut this out. Don't worry about it. Never. <laughs> you should. You should try it. Um, right. So, um, Catalina and Tomek um eventually pay for um surgery. Uh, start negotiating for surgery. Um, and Vasco ends up um giving away two um, ornate bullets, uh, the doctor um, taking both as payment for Tormek's surgery. Um, meanwhile, the rest of us enter the casino. Uh, it has um, an entry charge of 50 drafts, but Yarov makes this back and a lot more. He ends up winning, I don't know, several hundred drafts over the course of the night. Meanwhile, Vasco notices one of the people who, uh, one of the contractors who attacked the party in the church in Dresden. Um, Vasco and Catalina confront him, 
and he says that he wants to settle our beef. Um, he proposes a one-on-one, no weapons fight, um, and whoever wins, um, well, and with this fight, he shall consider the matter closed. And uh, Yawov, um, taking the blame for initiating the fight in the first place, um, predicting that he will lose um, volunteers to participate. Um, at the beginning of the fight, each combatant has to give up something uh, of great worth. Um, his opponent, who is called uh, Sitsako, uh, offers up a um, very nice biokinetic weapon, a dagger, um, something which hasn't lost its edge in ten years, and Yarov offers up his precious, precious codex. Um, and so, um, Yarov surprises literally everyone, um, us included, by winning. He dodges, he kicks, he punches. Siteko gets so angry that he almost break he almost breaks the rules and attacks Yarov <laughs> with a dagger, but he yields. Actually, and did so, you even punch or kick? Did you even land a blow against I, him? I did. Did you not I just did. dodge? I think it was a singular blow and maybe a, <clears throat> a kick. I th- I think yeah, I think right. I I think I just got a couple in. So Yarov wins the fight and wins the knife. Justice has been served, question mark. And that's it. Yeah. The train continues. <laughs> oh yeah, Yarov took drugs. That's that's what he did. That's that's quite an important part. That's quite yeah, an important yeah. bit. He Yarov, did take the, only, the drugs. Well, maybe not the only reason Yarov was able to win, but a big reason he was able to win was that he drugged up. But... Yeah. So, kids, <laughs> the lesson is right. If you are gonna have a fight right around the back of the school, um, against someone, um, take some drugs that so you might win. Any recommendations? Friendship, the most important drug of all. Yeah, ganging up on someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, numbers are your friend in a fight, children. Remember that. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Yarov. So, instinct, I think, tells you, Vasco, that you and your little gang have already made far too much of a splash on this train, especially given that you have no tickets and potentially are not friends of the Storskis at this current moment in time. Tormek is still recovering from um, his surgery and there are still a few hours left on the ride before you reach Iridium the needle tower that you were heading to. Um, Is there anything anyone would like to do, or would you all like to hunker down and wait until this ride is over? I think hunkering down might be for the best. I know it doesn't make good uh, dramatic podcast material, but I might just, like, wait out the rest of my drug high. I don't know, hiding (laughs) under a table. Um, just punching nearby rats. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or maybe reading something with like extra speed. Um, I make I make my way through half a dozen books on philosophy. I find somewhere on the train. <laughs> you don't help the work that the slaves are. So. 
Sean <laughs> I, Cole. Yeah, Ben. I I, I, I lead. Man. I lead a revolution. Um, <laughs> there's a slave uprising. We fight back against mm-hmm. the masters. Um, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, In your head, roll... anyway. <laughs> yeah. Roll for um, revolution. Roll for revolution. Um, okay, yeah. I'm gonna make this a D1000. Cool. 429. Nine. I don't think that's good enough. No, alas, it pretty much ends up exactly the same as where you left it. Um, that's, all, so that's almost gonna... as many presidents as France has had in the last hundred years, isn't it? 120. <laughs> don't forget the emperors, if you include the emperors. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. It's, it's only uh, 400 if you don't include the emperors or kings. <laughs> so... Um, hunkering down and heading to pick up Tormek from the uh, relatively unfriendly doctor. Strangely um, professional compared to the doctors that you've known in Dresden. Um, Eventually the train begins to come to a halt. If you head to one of the many windows lining the sides of the carriage, you see that as you're slowing down, the trees begin to fall away until suddenly they stop. The ground around here is hard and firm. It almost looks like it's been compacted by something and the soil is almost volcanically dark. Mm. As you come in, you can see um, small roads leading out of the forest which all lead towards a huge grey spire that juts into the sky. This is by far and away the tallest building you've seen up close. This is what Prometheum would have looked like if you'd been able to walk closer to it. A jutting silver spire, several hundred meters high, the top of which seems to disappear into dark clouds that have formed over the last couple of hours. Wires jut from various metal poles and pipes and seem to spiderweb around the entire structure, some of them lancing down to earth and wiring themselves into the ground itself, others leading to smaller buildings near the base. There is a faint crackle of electricity Uh, even from here, and every now and again you can see a blue flash just through the cloud line as electricity arcs between the sky and the tower, Mm. exposed wires, you aren't quite sure. What you do know is that this is a cold place. Not just physically cold, but there is no organic life here. Given that none of you really have had any experience with, with with proper chronicler dwellings, I think this level of enforced human order is in a strange way unnerving. Everywhere else there's a, at least a hint of the organic, the unmachined but as soon as you pass out of the forest here everything is controlled 
The train pulls to a stop and you head to one of the exit ramps, hoping that you aren't spotted by Estorsky at the last moment and asked for a ticket, but you seem to have gotten away with it. <clears throat> this place is filled with market stalls, um, a couple of more permanent buildings look to be um, inns or lodgings, uh, and a fair few Storsky workshops where parts um, for repair and trade are constructed. The line carries on past uh, Iridium in its journey to Chromium, um, and thus the stop is only a short one. And not long after you've stepped off, the train begins to pull away again. I assume we grabbed all our weapons back in that... Uh... Yeah. Before disembarking. Yeah. As, yeah, as you um, get off the train, you can see there's a large stall, and behind the um, the storekeeper, there's a a wall of those metal lockers that you put your stuff mm. into. And when you go up and ask for, who can remember what the number with their weapons in was? Oh, I don't all have all my notes them. on me. So four five four. Four five four. There we are. Excellent. That that would have been interesting if you'd asked for a different one. Because yeah. oh, can, can we go back and say, can I? <laughs> <laughs> you, you might not have liked it, Alistair. Oh. Yeah, it, um, hang on. Is this where they don't even ask for ID? So instead of uh, walking away as a group, we instead then form just a line and each yeah. individually yeah. ask for another for, for a lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll have um, number ooh, one. <laughs> Four nine, please. Yeah. Sorry, I just couldn't the, remember my box ID. <laughs> there's there's a large number of people crowding around this uh, stool, and you'd imagine that if you asked for the wrong box, at least one other person might fight you for it. So, um, but anyway, yes, four five four. You get your weapons and equipment back uh, and feel somewhat less naked now that you're uh, a bit more well defended. Um, shall we decide now who is going to wield the biokinetic knife? Because I think that it's good to get that out of the way sooner rather than later. Did we? Oh no, we kept it because he wagered it, didn't he? God, how embarrassing! Mm -hmm. Did we see those guys get off the train? I like, or are they just too many people getting off? Or are they getting <laughs> off at the stop? Make me a perception check. Oh well, perception. Let's go. Okay, yeah, one success, but it's a trigger. Um, I think you can see a group of people that look like them, sort of wearing the same kind of armoured uniform, um, but you can't really see how many there are or who's in it exactly. So hmm. it's difficult to make out through the crowds. Well, as... <coughs> Sorry, go on, James. I was, I was just going to answer Alistair's question. Uh, <coughs> I would like to volunteer myself for this great burden. Uh-huh. Big Vas fucking surprise. Vasco can have it, that's fine. No, uh, no I mean, shouldn't you keep yet? it? It is uh, proof of your greatest victory. <laughs> I... Why don't you have it, Catalina? You, you'd actually make good use of it. Well, I suppose I could probably make good use of it, but... I mean, Vasco... Yarov uh, uh, won it in a fight. It is his prize. I suppose he can do with it what he wants, but... Uh, I agree. 
A fight well, it's never going to happen again. Let him have this moment. <laughs> a fight that I should not have... Uh, that, that should not have been started in the first place, and the fight I should not have won. Yellow, uh, well, judges. those people shouldn't... Well, see, this is retru retribution for what we have suffered mm. in the last few weeks. Mm, that feels... Or wear it round your neck like a great burden. <laughs> if that fits you I better. I would not be so... Uh, gauche as to literally wear it around my neck as a burden. Judges wield hammers and guns, and so shall I. Vasco, if you want it, then here. It is yours, and I, like, shove it in his chest. Does he die? Well, end first. <laughs> this is no. very short. Just so, like, you know, like, hilt first, you know. No, look, like, it would fit I, quite oh, nicely between painful. these ribs. As you I just, uh, <laughs> I just looked at Kathleen's inventory and it goes, knife, steel cutter, knife, braid knuckles, throwing knife, blade bracelet. I don't <laughs> yeah. think she needs any more knife. I, yeah, I, I, I am, um, if I fall over, uh, no one tries yeah. to help me back up. Like, it's, uh... Oh, dear. Yeah. Getting through the airport uh, now, scanner is uh, a challenge. Important question, Vasco. Do you wear this knife displayed in your belt, or do you keep it hidden? Um, I wear it displayed because this knife is not very much used to me in my hand, but it is used to me as a kind of status symbol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Um, and as, as you will all know... Ha uh, having a biokinetic weapon is generally a sign that you have killed it yourself, or at least rich enough to buy one. So either way, it's quite a status symbol. <coughs> I'm gonna say Yarov. Actually, no. We'll we'll see what people think as they as they look at you. Um, All right, but it cool. is people in, do think a, a lot of things when they look at Yarov. That's the thing. <laughs> no, 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 Yarov. Sorry, Vasco. Um, I, I don't know why I always get the two names mixed up. But yeah, yeah, we'll see what people think as they look at you. But as with everything that makes you more noticeable and gives you prestige, it also makes you more noticeable and gives you prestige. So, you know, um, just bear <coughs> that in mind. Now, what is your plan now that you're here at Iridium? Um... What was our plan? I we, can't okay, remember so, which one this is. <laughs> Knock on the door. So, so right. Our mission is to find Dimitri, um, because he thought he was investigating, um, Triglor's antics. Um, he suspected there might be going something going on at Iridium. So, I guess our first steps is to well find somewhere to stay and ask around if anyone has seen a judge that's okay. that's basically it i'm, I'm not sure we can do much else iridium is not friendly to us is it or is it more friendly than prometheus and bismuth were one of the more um, is one of the more friendly ones okay yeah but tolerant i think is how i describe it yeah, sorry. it's not friendly to you but it but it, it doesn't mind you being they will there. not exterminate her okay the thing and about chroniclers our, um, is that they keep records, and so should know stuff theoretically. And our um, icy friends—they were based out of one of these. Was it Iridium, or they were doing something with oh, them, the, the Mechans? You mean? Yeah. <clears throat> no, yes, no, they... our icy friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they—they they were from or travelled <laughs> between Iridium and Chromium. 
Okay. 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 Uh, cool. Sorry, okay. can I just uh, what well, uh, I I have a three megabit per second peak download here. Um, <laughs> uh, so big conversations like that, uh, I might lose a lot of the specifics. What is the plan in Inridium? Sorry, it's sort of like. <laughs> Don't worry, Josh. In that in this case, you haven't missed oh. a huge amount. If, if if Josh sounds different from usual, it's because we've banished him to the shadow realm for meme mm. crimes. So, Josh, the plan is to just ask around if anyone has seen a judge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I, I, yeah. Uh, That's it. Do we know any okay. NPCs here? Like, do we know any named characters here at all? Potentially. The only person that comes to well, mind is maybe Oleg, but no, I don't. I think it was returning to Chromium, not Iridium. But I'm not but sure we do anyone. know anyone. Part of me wonders whether you should take off the armor, Yarov, because they're going to recognize it as cannibalized versions of their armor if we see anyone in that group. Uh, I expect they won't like that. But if you did like... that, would you immediately die? Yeah, yeah. Oleg, Oleg <laughs> was heading back to Chromium, but if you say that in character, then I think, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll probably, yeah, take his armor off. We'll fi- hopefully we'll find somewhere to stash it. Um, yes. But, yeah, he's, I think, um, because Yarov took, like, the attire of, like, uh, the murdered judge for him, and he just looks like a judge, like with his hammer and like musket he has, and his codex. Um, no one has to know he's not actually one, but you know, that's how it goes. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fine. So if you remove the armor benefits from your mechan armor, um, um, I'm just unequipping it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah that'll just... work. That'll do. Um, <clears throat> what yeah. striding proudly, na- proudly naked around the streets <laughs> of. Uh, Iridium, no. Um, Yeah, as you move away from the station and the last few carriages of carbon finally head out of earshot, um, you find that the buildings, um, which are a strange mix of... very similar to the, the, the place you've been previously, a strange mix of permanent semi-permanent and temporary structures, tents, um, corrugated steel huts and brick um, buildings, though it's difficult to tell because all are eventually covered in soot if they remain long enough. Um, Transfer from uh, workshops and um, repair houses for the Storskis and become little enclaves of mechan groups and um, stalls for some of the lesser trinkets that haven't gained the attention of the uh, the needle tower itself. Um, as you start to walk in, I, someone bumps into you, Yarov. Oh, my uh, my apologies, uh, judges. I, I believe uh, you dropped this. I, I am so sorry. And um, he has in his hand a scrap of familiar-looking cloth. Uh-huh. It, it's just it's just something I owned. Like. Yep. Okay, thank you. Um, don't don't uh, mention it, and they hurry off. I'm immediately... I would be immediately suspicious uh, of this guy. Can I roll um, perception to see if, like... Can I notice, like, anything on my person might have been stolen? Can I notice if they're, like, I know, hiding something? Is that a perception? Okay. It was, like, an insight or something like that. Make me make me an ex 
aggression roll, I think. All right. And they will roll against. Okay. Um, also, is my um, burn benefit still benefiting myself? Let's see. Myself? It was a f it was a five hour. It was a decent hit. It was a five hour thing, but probably not by now. All right. You're now feeling the come down. That's fine. Um, okay. Ah, one. One success. Uh, nothing is obviously stolen. Um, though, as you hold the, you know, the, their face, it's strange that you know, though they looked, you know, quite close from quite a close distance, and they looked straight at you. You couldn't really recall much about their face. Um, but as you feel the cloth, there's something heavy in it. Uh huh. Um. I will carefully open it up and look to see what it is. <clears throat> in the cloth, which you now recognize to be the same one you hid um, the food under yeah. in the train, ah. there is a, a folded piece of paper, and from out of that folded piece of paper falls a chip from the casino with one face scratched out. As you look at the note, you can see it simply says, On your return journey, ask for Wilbur at the bar. Alright. Wilbur. Just noting that down. So the face that was scratched out, is that like a, a literal person's face? No, um, ju just just the face, like, the, you know, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, just, just the... the embellishment on the, on the chin. Yeah, alright. But only <laughs> one side of it. Mm. Well, it looks like... Mm, my act of kindness might have paid off. Might be in for a surprise if, when we take the journey, we take the train back home. Well, good for you. Mm. Let this be a, a lesson <laughs> to you all. If uh, what goes around comes around, and I was smiling, put the put the chip in my uh, coat pocket. Is scratching the face off of a poker chip usually a good sign? I one must assume it is. Uh, forgive me, but I don't driver. usually associate casinos and brothels with the downtrodden and being their saviour. You you do really assume the worst in everything, don't you, Catalina? I am hopeful. Well, I have seen many see casinos, what it is. and I have seen many brothels. They are <laughs> not typically places of charity. No, but they are staffed not by bad people, but people doing their best, and when someone does them a kindness, then perhaps they Yarov. might... Uh, uh, not Yarov, uh, Vasco, when he says they're not staffed by bad people. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, oh boy. More conundrums. <laughs> Gotta love them. You do actually have to love them in this game, that is mandatory. <laughs> um, okay, so it, it, what's your plan now? You're in... Um, it's probably the size of a of a very small village, perhaps a hamlet, that mm -hmm. surrounds um, the tall tower of uh, Iridium. Um, it'll have most things that you might want to find in a normal small settlement, um, but obviously with a heavy gear towards technology and trinkets and the like. Is there anywhere you want to go first, or anyone in particular you want to try and find to... Uh, achieve whatever goal you have in mind. Um, we, I would say, we don't know how long we're going to be here for. It might be best to try and sort out lodgings first. 
A wise move, a wise move, Tormek says, completely distracted as he looks at all the wares mm. on the tables and just Tormek, nods along with whatever the others are saying. You, you may go and indulge yourself. Well, I will allow that. We've travelled fast. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> <Allow it. laughs> he says this in jest, obviously. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say that, really. Um, <laughs> no, Tormek, Tormek does scuttle off. Limping slight, or no, not limping. Tormek does um, a lot of scuttling. He does scuttling. He just he goes does crab he mode again. I swear to God, that's the first time I've said the word scuttling. This is. I don't know. I don't. Think, uh, I, has I, just I, has just just let us listeners write in if you think he actually scuttles around <laughs> a lot. Or, or perhaps that's just the impression you give. Yeah, yeah he, is, he does have a scuttling impression. I give you that. But Email no, Ben at gmail dot com with the answer: scuttling or no scuttling. You can finally do one of those Spotify. Oh, we could do those Spotify poll things. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify has a poll. Does yeah, it? Yeah. Know that it does. With each episode we release, we get the option to include a poll. Normally, the, <laughs> it's the default one. Did you enjoy this episode or whatever? But we, well, can, we don't want to ask that. Good God. <laughs> do you picture Tomix scuffling, crunching, crunching, crouching, punching? Ah. I, I welcome the crab. Um, <laughs> Need engineer? Why not Zyber? <laughs> okay, this Whoa! has gone off of a fucking strange tangent. We've all just collectively lost our minds in the last two minutes. Right. Torment goes to the shops. Quiet. The rest of us tries to find try to find a just an inn, a lodge. You said there were quite a few um like inns and lodging places clustered around, didn't you, Ben? <clears throat> yeah, the the um Places that look like inns tend to be more of the permanent structures, though. You can see there are several large groups of scrappers that have basically piled all their tents together um, in some sort of strange tentipede. Um, <laughs> and you may be able to find room in one of those if you want a cheaper. That won't be but necessary. a private alternative. Uh, we have money now, so um, I think it might be oh, best. Yes, you do. I mean. I, Yawa money. has money. It's, it's, it's time reason. to exhibit no economy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, we're only going to be here for a few days, and we can just win more money on the way back on the, in the casino. <laughs> so let's just <laughs> spend all our money here. Keep, uh, what was it, 50 as the buy-in? Keep 50 back. <laughs> yeah. E- easy. There we go, economise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, no, I think, is there anything that stands out um, from the different, like, you know, inns? Uh, is one bigger than the others, more lively, perhaps? Mm, yes. Yes, there is, actually. Cool. Head towards it. it. We don't go to Most... that one. <laughs> 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 Almost everything here is fairly uniform. There's obviously the different kinds of buildings and the different people, but it all tends to be grey or soot-covered or grimy. Um, it's People are fairly dour, and beneath the shadow of the needle, people don't tend to look up. Um, they tend to keep their heads low and get to wherever they need to go. As you wander round to the north side of the needle, however, there is the sound of revelry, um, shouting and drunken brawls and songs and the things you might normally expect in a, in a lively tavern. Mm. Ah, sounds just like home. Shall we head for it? 
Yeah. I this this place gives me the creeps. I think it's best we surround ourselves with other people. Yes, it is quite a bleak place. Other people would be quite comforting, I think. Okay. You head towards it, and you can see, um, as you get closer to the noise, a wooden sign stuck into the ground, um, the head of which has been very roughly fashioned out of a, a broken um, cartwheel. Uh, the broken cross of the Anabaptists and scrawled in charcoal across the crossbeam is the broken cross written. I wonder what those markings say. (laughs) (laughs) This, ah, an Anabaptist stronghold, it seems to be. That explains uh, what we can hear. Oh... Oh, I don't mind Anabaptist. Okay, I'm I'm gonna look at the uh, the Genesis in a player's handbook, oh, which specifies say, exactly sure. how you need to feel about every other like faction. I'm pretty sure to... they mind you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they it, it yeah, it's not a specification per se, but yeah. more a a general guide as to how each faction thinks about. James, it. I don't have my rulebook. <laughs> uh, I haven't got the one with the uh, uh, the second one. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. No, that's fine. Alistair I think I remember it was something like them all fun and the judges and the thing. Hmm. <laughs> At least. Okay. Um. Yeah, I also have no way. Of, I I just opened up a new tab. Um. Actually, this, I can tell you, you what you're gonna thing beat about me. Because <laughs> I have that one screenshot. Um, oh, do you? Good. Yeah, for, for next time, so for January, I'm gonna. Uh, I will make sure to get documents onto this laptop. It was hard enough updating Discord and getting Audacity on it, let alone anything else. I, I genuinely appreciate the effort. <laughs> I know how difficult it is to get either of those two to run on a good laptop. Let alone on a work. This one. thing, uh, this isn't this isn't a work one. My work one probably could do it. This is um, the oh, one I used to course. have at Glynn. This laptop. This is old. <laughs> it's massive. Oh, I forgot how big it was. It's so big and so shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So you stand at a a literal crossroads. Um, to make it sound slightly less dramatic, um, ahead of you is a. I would say tall, but compared to the tower that looms behind you, it's fairly, it, it, it still feels fairly squat. Um, it's a tallish building, and but in places the soot has sort of been washed off and graffiti has been scrawled on. Um, it's difficult to make out a lot of the words as um, time has eroded some of them, but the fresher ones tend to be along the lines of... Um, Uh, what's it called? Fuck the Demiurge. And, um, up with Vicarant and, um, Numa, bless the Anabaptists and that kind of stuff. I love it. It's just like writing graffiti where it says, you know, the devil, bad. Jesus, good. Yeah. <laughs> Looking yeah. at it, Ben, um, and I appreciate it's called the Broken Cross and it's covered in religious graffiti. 
Um, there are people <laughs> coming in and out. Are they all obviously Anabaptists, or are normal, like, lay people? Is that the word? I think it's lay people. Are lay people going in? That is a very good question. Um, as you get closer, the clientele appears to be a fairly even mix of Anabaptists, uh, other citizens or travellers coming through Iridium, or, you know, clanners and the like, mm-hmm. uh, scrappers, and also Spitalians. Oh, okay. So it's quite oh, a broad God. demographic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but not broad enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I look to Yarov. Well, we're fine. <laughs> mm. well, well, uh, yeah, James, what do are, what are apocalyptics feel about Anabaptists? I don't know what the canon is. Well, um, we think as long as they, they don't do follow the track of... As long as they don't follow the track of Septus to our doorstep, we will get along. Oh, well, we don't and currently have any burn flesh on us, and blood. right? Well, but well, they think actually... we are rotten to the core and defile paradise even where it once seemed whole again. If we were more, they would be far fewer. That's how they feel about it. Wow. Um... Well, that is unfortunate. Not good. <laughs> hmm. Ah, uh, yeah. the... Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're uh, quite far away from their heartlands. I'm sure the orgiastics are fine. And I, I, I would imagine, yeah, being so far away from their heartland, like, loyalties are a little more blurred here. Probably. Yeah, the ones the ones with the massive swords and the flamethrowers, they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, well, mostly I imagine they're out fighting the Demiurge for doing the fighting the good fight rather than just hanging out here. Well, <laughs> like, like, the, like the Demiurge that Yarov just huffed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a man of the law. <laughs> that means it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, the uh, demiurge uh, well, that Yarov just huffed, like the demiurge that the ascetics in the last campaign were huffing. That same demiurge. Yeah. Whoa! Um, spoilers. Oh. Yeah, just just bleep that out, Ben, and then people can make up that in their own mind what I said. <laughs> Did I suddenly go off the rails and say some very inappropriate things? Maybe. You wouldn't huff well, a demiurge. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, ben, do we heal a flesh wound for doing the train journey? Uh, you haven't been able to to rest on it yet. There's no mm. no beds and no even not even really any seating room. So I'm afraid this is not count as a rest. Damn. Apologies. Well, don't ask, don't get. Apart from Tormek, who has had plenty of rest and a nice little surgery to you know see himself through. I I feel like I'm still the illest person in the group. Though. <laughs> I don't think I so. have ten points of flesh wound. Oh, had you have any trauma? Oh, not anymore. No, oh well, there you go. Ha! <laughs> I'm <laughs> the sickest here. Yeah. Take five, that! I'm actively debilitated. Ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ooh. Look, I um, think we just go in here, right? It's it's the busiest place. I doubt we'll just be murdered, and if we seem unwelcome, we can leave. But I do like the idea of being surrounded by other people, rather than just being in, I don't know, a tent over there, or a smaller, quiet tavern where we're obvious outsiders, and uh, let's just, you know, we are strangers here, and safety in numbers. This is our, and this is indeed our best chance to uh, blend in. Uh, Yarov will narrow, will narrow his eyes at this battalions, and then, yeah, we'll, we can enter. And go up to the bar and inquire about a place to stay. <laughs> Very good. I don't know why um, I sounded more and more incredulous as that went on, <laughs> but that's what I'm going to do. 
I think you were expecting Ben to interrupt with, ha ha! As <laughs> this happens, which is why yeah. <laughs> you started slowing down and sounding apprehensive. <laughs> we enter. I found the best way the best way to confuse you all is to give you success mm. and see what you do with it. Yeah, success um, and kindness. <laughs> we just don't know what to do when the people in this world aren't horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as you head in through the bar, it's a bit of a, a scrap, and occasionally you have to dodge out the way of a falling, um, orgiastic, or slightly more rarely, but still not uncommonly, um, a spitalian, um, holding a, a drink of some kind. Mm -hmm. Um, you make your way to the bar, and behind it you can see a, a fairly ragged-looking, um, woman sort of juggling, pouring, um, pints... Or Steins, I should say. Apologies. Um, uh, taking orders and sending out various staff with drinks to some of the further away tables. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Forgive me. Uh, uh, one second, and she she ducks behind the bar, pulls out a, a bottle, and says, "Take take this upstairs. There's a there's a birthday going on. They want it now." <laughs> she hurries along one of the the younger waiters. Uh, sorry, ladies, gentlemen. How can I help? Hello. Um, can I get you? If uh, we could ask about lodgings for uh, the four um, of us, we would like to stay for a few days. Very good. Um, one second. She sort of sighs and pulls out a ledger. Right, that'll be uh, three drafts a night each. Um, nothing included. A bed each. That's all I can offer you. Um, I'll oh, yeah, damn good. I'll turn around and that suits us just fine. Um, let's, we, pay for, we nod. let's pay for a couple of nights for all of us now. Um, transact money. It happens. I'm going to get rid of... Sorry. You three do times business. four times two. That's 24 I'm taking away. So mm -hmm. um, I'm Does left Yara with... Does pull out his wad of cash and just fat it up? <laughs> it's like, oh, actually, it's 30. Sorry, did I say three? Oh, I, I feel like I'm much more of a worldly person individually <laughs> counting one. <laughs> Two. Oh yeah. well, I only have this one hundred draft bill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I get some change, like please? No. Okay, you'll be you'll be in the third bunks on the left. Um, grab whatever beds are free. There's no lockers or locks on the doors, so keep your stuff with you. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, one more question. Um, I kind of leaving leaning close, so like it's harder to, for anyone to overhear. But um, I'm sorry, I'm a I'm a busy woman. This had better be quick. Okay, one quick question: Have you seen anyone else arrive here uh, dressed like me? A judge dressed like you? Oh, a judge, you mean? Oh, um, she I takes a second to think. From <laughs> 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 um, she takes a second to look you up and down. Not in a long, long time. Ten years or more. Ah, right. No worries then. Thank you. Um, yeah, no worries. Can I get you, get uh, you gentlemen and lady, a drink? Um, sure, whatever it is you serve here. Like, is it? Well, actually, is it anything, Ben? Like, is or are they just pouring one beer out of like one keg, sort of deal, or is it actually? It, it, a it appears. They've they've got a 
pretty much just the one cake. Yep. Okay, uh, plus yeah. some spirits and wines and that kind of thing behind the bar, but nothing special. No, no pale as pale ale. No, um, I don't know. And to, I, I'm trying to think of puns. You're you're on the fringes of civilization here. Out here, a gin and tonic is a cocktail. Pale. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy. I'll, I'll, I'll have not? a vodka. That's what people in this part of the world drink. Mm -hmm. That's what I have. Yeah, uh, yeah I feel like a, it might. A, a bottle or a shot? Uh, but probably not a bottle. <laughs> Yeah, we can share a bottle. Okay, How about fine. We do that? Yeah, we, we 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 get a bottle, a dirty yeah, a bottle, bottle, bottle of vodka. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Completely normal thing. Okay, twenty drafts. That's fine. I'll take it off. I'll get this one, lads. <laughs> I reach into my negative twenty-three draft to like oh and like pull <laughs> the uh, like the lining of my pocket out to show that I have nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> As you you take the bottle back to um, a dirty but free table, you can hear um, some of the Spitalians shouting and singing alongside the the Anabaptist. They tend to stay relatively separate, but there's groups of them where they've sort of all conglomerated together, um, and one particularly loud um, Anabaptist woman, um, her Biden-Hander strapped over one shoulder, stands on the table and says, A toast for the brave Helvetics who found and destroyed the Demiurges. Machinations to cross the Reaper's Oh! <gasps> I think if we're um, at our table, wrong. I'll say, I don't really understand orgiastic. I thought religious people were supposed to be quiet and li religious. You think, Why should it be so? You think judges would be orderly as well, but spend a night in uh, gestation, you'll learn different. What? <laughs> I, I wonder what happened at the Reaper's Blow. And then... <laughs> Uh, oh, that's no, go probably back. just exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what happened to the Reaper's Blood. Marco! Marco, sing, sing us the song <laughs> he wrote again. <laughs> and you can see that there's another um, Anabaptist who's clear, he's still slightly drunk, but clearly a lot more sober than his friend, who's like quite embarrassed. It's just it's just a you know, poem, really, just a like, couple of <laughs> short lines. Like, sing it, Marco! <laughs> sing it! <laughs> he, uh, he sort of you know stands and there's a there's a, a hush in that part of the pub everyone else is still sort of you know, chatting and shouting and laughing where red on white the soldiers lie where molten earth meets sulfurous sky where monsters forged a bridge of stone proud and tall he stood alone his shield stood firm his aim was true three score and ten of them he slew for Helvetica, through blood he tried, but on that bridge, Gerald died. God damn it! <laughs> that was Super beautiful, then. Go, go, Ben. Um, and uh, yeah, as he as he finishes, like everyone sort of cheers, like it's it's you know clearly something he made up on the fly, but 
everyone seems to to love it. Mm. You say it made it up on the fly, Matt. How long did that take? You? I don't know if you can hear me. <laughs> oh, it, I've, I've been working on it since the end. Active noise <laughs> cancelling that I can't turn off, so it'll be in the recording that I clapped. For <laughs> <laughs> the record, Vasco uh, yeah, very much enjoys this um, little bit of art. Mm. Uh, I, I uh, raise a glass. I shout for for Gerald, and we just I know have a shot. Why not? Oh, Let's celebrate Gerald. If you shout Gerald. out for Gerald, you're gonna get kicked out. <laughs> it's not Gerald. It's um, what was his yeah. name? I Gerald. Gerald to Rivia. It was a get out. Go, the, guy, the guy gets up and says, oh, it's just a little poem. Also, coin to your wisdom. <laughs> Fuck's off. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently there were some other people there as well who may have helped out a bit, but they're not really <laughs> I only remember one story. <laughs> I, I, I just remember all of the Helvetics doing all the work uh, while we fucked around. We did kind of just fuck around, that's the thing. Mm, no, so we I did remember throwing a grenade or a di stick of dynamite over my shoulder. <laughs> Yeah. I remember dying heroically. Yeah. Heroically, you say? I don't remember what Bort did. <laughs> we won. We bought one and he wrote the history. Yeah, yeah. I would say for context, go back and listen to Campaign 1, but this is literally the episode before we started recording. Um, so apologies, everyone. <laughs> you will get none of this. This is an Easter egg for four people. So, <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, yeah. So you're, you know, it dies down a bit. You know, people are still celebrating and enjoying themselves, but um, you're all uh, now seated with a bottle of vodka and four glasses between you. Just don't look too closely at how clean the glasses are. Mm. What they need is a Dutch bartender who just stays there the whole time. Clean. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I, I like to think we're looking around the pub, like either thinking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could take this over. Or thinking, yeah, this is better than our pub. <laughs> just like, this is what it's meant to be like. Well, it clearly has uh, a lot more capital, so it's not really fair to compare them. Mm. Sure, sure. Well, besides, we provide, you know, individual rooms. Yeah. Um, I think a for variety a, of like beers. A, an individual perspective, yeah. Well, I think ours is better for the in for personal service. I'm writing this on my well? uh, TripAdvisor uh, page. Uh, this is like, uh, what's it called? Four in a bed, where motel owners stay at each other's motels. Ah, <laughs> oh, DeGeneres. We should. Oh, no. no. That's, that's the next Troika campaign. Uh. Vasco and Catalina have travelled to, uh, to Iridium from Dresden to stay at the Broken Cross. And they're not impressed by what they find. <laughs> Sh sharing a room? <laughs> Having searched for 15 minutes while people die and are stabbed outside, Catalina has found a hair on top of the wardrobe. <laughs> she guffaws, how can I sleep in these conditions? One star for cleanliness. And then it cuts to like me rushing to the toilet, the door closes, and there's very dramatic retching coming from the other side. Cut, cuts to the end, and it's Yarov going, well done, Catalina. Mm -hmm. You won. You ruined my night. <laughs> <laughs> You've got all the grace and decorum of a reversing dump trap with no white guy. In any case, now we've finished <laughs> describing a better version of my campaign. Can we, yeah, um... Sorry, Ben. 
<laughs> uh, the ideas you wish you had. Hindsight is is twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, so yes, you are sat down, sharing a bottle of vodka. Um, what do you want to do? Yeah, you you've got some time to discuss. You can plan. It, this is sort of towards the end of the evening. Um, it's difficult to tell with the clouds overhead, but this this is yeah, sort of eight nine o'clock. Mm. Um, I would, I would like to try to find perhaps one of the more sober Anabaptists and question them. I would like to corner them. Oh, okay. Um, Marco, the one who speak the poem. Yep. Um, is probably the soberest Anabaptist you can see in here. All right, I'll go up to him. Um. That was a beautiful reading. Um, when did that happen? All of that, all of that stuff that went down in the Reaper's Blow. Oh, you haven't heard? No. I I thought most of the rest of Borka knew by now. The news travels slowly up here. Mm. Um, that happened a few weeks ago now. Ah, right. We, we've we've been stationed, you see, over in uh, in Danzig, and we've only recently returned to this part of the world and, and heard it. When when did you um, reach here? How long have you been in Iridium? Oh, only a couple of nights. Right, right. Um, do you know any permanent residents here? I'm looking for someone. You see. Well, uh, apart from Mathilde behind the bar here, uh, most people in Iridium are transient, apart from the people who live in the towers themselves. Hmm. These mysterious towers. Have you ever gone in there? Me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do I look like I want to die? <laughs> uh, you, you die if you go in there? Well, I had not heard you, this. You do if you're not invited. Ah, late. Ah, it is always important to learn the local etiquette. That's noted. Um, hmm. <coughs> I don't suppose, just out, just by chance, you've seen any other judges or heard anyone, heard of anyone who's seen one travel through the area. <laughs> judges, those. Floppy hatted bastards. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it is alright. You can speak your mind. I do not have any powers to arrest you. Saving yourself, they don't tend to spend much time outside of the Protectorate. Where they're safe. And there's lots of them to come hitting people with hammers when mm. they break the law. Mm. There's only the few. Good, brave, or stupid judges that come out this far. Mm. He sort of squints at you slightly, trying to decide which one you are. <laughs> if you're trying to figure out which one I am, then uh, so am I, my good friend. Ah, <laughs> I, I like you. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Uh, you've been very helpful. Um, t tell me, how how long are all of you staying? Uh, well. Unites, perhaps. We our plans are. Um, what's the word? 
um, a bendable. I see. Well, we'll be here for another couple of nights too. Wait. Well, then I suppose. Why are you here? I thought most Anabaptists went nah, west. Where did you come from? <laughs> oh, I thought I thought he I thought he was by us. Sorry. Kathleen no, he, stumbles no, he, over well, and goes, why are you here? Oh, apologies. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's probably not too far away, but my understanding is that Yarov... Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I did corner me. the guy. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. You can you can probably hear their conversation. Uh, no, no, no. I, I thought he'd been not, like, brought over He's not us. being quiet. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ignore me. <laughs> no, don't worry. Um, Cut that. Well, I might see you later then. Hmm. Yes. Yes, we shall. Um. Oh, wait. Cool. Um. I've run out of ideas. Do you come back? What? Do you come back to us, or do you? Yeah. 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 Do you bring Marco with you? Why is um, he here? I thought most Anabaptists went west. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hang on. That is a good point. Um. Marco, <laughs> what what are the Anabaptists doing here? You go back. Are you on. going back over to him? Or <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? You're gesturing for him to come over. Oh, gesturing. Oh, I might as well motion for him yeah. to come over. Introduce I, he, my friends. He quite excitedly sort of skips over, drink in hand, and and sort of squishes in at your table. He's he's as with all orgiastics, he's a very well built man, so it's a bit of a of a squeeze for him mm. to get in. But you know, he okay. sits he sits next to you, Yarov, and says, um, "Oh, we." We're stationed in in Danzig, um, sort of a, a, a last first line of defence, you know. So but why then are you, you here? Come here. Oh, uh, Anab uh, Anabaptists aren't too popular in Osman, which is the other big stopover between Danzig and Borka. Um, so some of us head straight down to Leipzig and camp and travel through the woods and some of us head to Iridium for a bit more of a break, you know? Hmm, it is certainly a change of scene. Uh, the tower is impressive. Oh, that's fucking big, isn't it? Why did they build it that tall? An affront well. to God's grace. <laughs> well, I don't know very much about it. From what I've heard, the rumours are, and he leans in conspiratorially while keeping his voice the same volume as all drunks do um, when imparting secrets. The chroniclers wanted to spread their influence over into the east, and so they sent some of their best over to set up towers so they could create a second cluster. Problem was, when they got over here, they all went a bit mad and decided they were kings or emperors or something. The towers were so tall so that the signal could get from the central cluster over the Reaper's blow. But now, I think they're just tall because they like to be high up. Yes. 
well, the impression certainly carries. Um, we do, you do wonder what exactly they are doing in there. I don't. Who wants to know what's happening inside a wall of metal? He, he gets slightly sober for a second and says there's there's no Numa in that. Um, I, I might so, just roleplay Alistair for getting uh, what Numa is. Uh, so the, the Numa is the Anabaptist's sort of spirit god ah, yeah. type. Mm. It is it is the sort of the will that propels humanity forward. Mm. Yes, it is rather lifeless. Gives me the creeps. Me too. Let, let's drink to it, shall we? Mm. Why not? He raises his, his drink and looks at all your shot glasses like, well, you have got some catching up to do. <laughs> Torbeck Tor Tor takes this as a slight challenge and throws back his vodka with great great, oh. uh, great happiness and willingness yeah. to get pissed. Let's do another versus orgiastic drinking game. <laughs> oh, maybe If I had a penny for every time this happened playing to Genesis, I'd have two, which is not much, <laughs> three but penny. still. Also, also I said that I no, happily throw back three, a shot. I, I did not say I try and out trick. You said you took it as a challenge. <laughs> oh, I did well, say well, that. Well, that, that was <laughs> I, I misspoke. Fuck it, in for a penny, in for a pound. Oh, uh, you're a big man who can take his drink. Come, join us. You're missing out on all the fun. And your friends seem a bit... He sort of squints at you, Vasco and Catalina, and then seems to dismiss whatever he was thinking. Less fun. Yeah, they, yeah, they are less fun, as, as Tom gets drunker and drunker. And he's like, and they're druggies, and they're a bad influence. I drink. He just, and again, he does not. <laughs> never let it. Be never said. have I ever run a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that, that's, that's on the more moral side of things, really, in the grand scale. Of, never have I ever murdered two train drivers who were just trying to live their life. I didn't murder anyone. <laughs> only because you weren't very good at it. No, no, no. no. Because did I her captured someone. Well. Oh, well Until they got away. Anyway, anyway, I'm not bitter about this still. <laughs> Tommy's got a lot of emotions that need to get out. <laughs> and as we all know, alcohol is the best way of doing it. Yeah, it's that. a very healthy oh. way of dealing with that mm. sort of problem. What am I rolling here then? <laughs> toughness. Um, <clears throat> yes, it would be toughness, I believe. Okay. I'm going to put a fucking ego in this despite really not having enough ego to be who, doing shit. Who like else that. wants to drink with the orgiastics? Well, they've called me not fun now, and that's a. Yeah, it's fucking, you've got to. No, um, yes. I won't participate in this. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rob isn't. I I think when you sort of decline to go into this, Marco is very disappointed that you're not going in, Yarov, oh. and he sort of keeps trying to cajole you. Um, Come on, Yarov. I must keep a clear head. Yes. Yarov, you were telling you were telling us about how the judges in Justician like to party earlier. <laughs> Are yeah, you yeah, not yeah, a real on, judge? A <laughs> I'm very easily persuaded. Oh wait, then go on. Okay. <laughs> Hooray! Marco Are we ready? Is very happy. Yep. Marco is very happy. Right, yeah, all roll me toughness, please. Oh boy. 
well. You're drinking vodka, straight vodka, so this will be a difficult do, role. Do I spend... Two triggers, Ben. Two triggers. <laughs> two triggers. Well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna spend I'm... an ego. I am two taking a trauma penalty as well here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Yarov. <laughs> uh, zilch. <laughs> Zero. This, this is fitting, though, for Yarov. Nothing. Yarov is too innocent for this. Aww. Maybe some of what yeah, I'm no, drinking I... leaks out of the hole in my side <laughs> so, yeah, as mm. we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tormek, you're you know you're you're not a heavy drink. I don't know you you no, you're an alcoholic. No, I am you? I am a heavy drinker. You are you are. That's a heavy why drinker. I have to put ego into this because I feel mm. like I cannot fail <laughs> as a character. <laughs> I cannot fail this. Yeah, no. I, I mean, you've just come off come off um, your anaesthetic and. It hits you hard, but thanks to your practice, um, <laughs> you're able to stay relatively upright um, throughout this. Vasco and Catalina, you've both succeeded fairly well. You know, you're definitely going to feel this in the morning. That's okay. But you're you're pretty good. Yarov, on the other hand, who has zero successes and a critical failure. Da 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 da. <laughs> It does not take you long, Yarov. You you do that classic inexperienced drunk thing where you realise that, you know, the alcohol doesn't taste that bad anymore. And actually you really quite like the little buzz it gives you and the the lack of social inhibition and obviously, you know, being a self-appointed judge, you hold yourself to quite high standards, and so to be able to sort of shove all of that down into a little tiny space where it doesn't matter anymore. You're having a great time, and you just go at it a little bit hard and a little bit fast, and it's not even two hours before you're throwing up um, oh, into what passes for a toilet. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Your your friends are having far too much fun, but but Marco is looking after you. That's good. That's oh, cool. oh I would I would look after Yarol. No, maybe <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know <laughs> if Marco is doing it. <laughs> So, um, unless you guys want to do anything else while you're slightly inebriated, um, 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 I would like to ask Marco if you if you allow me, Ben, despite being drunk. Mm -hmm. um, I will say the Spitalians. Do you know what they're doing here? The, the usual burning any place of spore they can find. Oh, they they're they're with us in uh, in uh, in where we were. Yes, I remember where um, that was definitely. Yep, me <laughs> too. Um, why are you are you interested in spitalians? Just you know, I just just wonder wondering. I definitely am not suspicious of any of them. Don't tell them I said that. Oh, don't, I I won't. Don't worry. It's just just you, you and me between between us. Yes, yes. I'm glad you understand me so well, Marco. <laughs> I I understand you too. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh boy. Um, you all wake up with a greater or lesser hangover in the morning. Tormek being the lesser end, and Yarov being very heavily Kill down me. the lesser end. <laughs> um, as is the unfortunate custom for many people with hangovers, you are woken up unfortunately early um, by the sounds of 
uh, workmen, traffic, and people going about their daily lives the morning after. Damn them all. Why are there not laws which say they have to start, I don't know, work in midday, late afternoon even? Please, quiet. Hmm. Um, Tormek, you you managed to make it into bed and sort of wake up, still fully clothed, um, (laughs) looking bleary-eyed around. Vasco and Catalina, you made it almost to a bed, um, but then found the ones that were closest by the door were already taken, so you just sort of collapsed nearby some of them. Um, Are we reaching forlornly towards another? Uh, towards a nice empty bed, yeah. Uh, and Yarov, someone has tucked you in. Aww. Love <laughs> <laughs> it when that happens. Not, not to sound too mechanical, Ben, but what's the deal with uh, recouping flesh wound and ego for everyone? Um, or spore. I think you can all gain two ego for yeah, going bad. heavy at the drink. Um, oh, yeah. I am going to say Catalina and Tormek you regain no flesh wounds, I'm afraid. Oh, shit, um, I forgot how this works. <laughs> <laughs> and Yarov... I'm going to... Uh, you know what? No, you can have your, you can have your two ego. You can Ween. have your two ego. Ween. Well, generous already spell. added it. Cool. Um, cool. The morning is new. Where are you going to head? What are you going to do? Who are you going to look for? Oh boy, what other groups of people can we ask around town? Yeah, it might just come to like just going up to random people, going up to shop vendors. Yeah, anyone who looks is, like they've I, been I here. I feel for a like while. that that bartender downstairs. It's the busiest place. She's she's rammed, and and she's got the memory to say, "Oh, there was a judge here ten years ago." It makes me worried that there's just that normal people won't notice. Obviously, we'll, we'll keep trying, but public mm. is not hopeful. I mean, it it might be worth asking about that as well. I don't know. Uh, if anything else happened around that kind of time. You know what, I will do that. Did um, Mitya, when, wherever you travelled, did he always identify himself as a judge? Or did you have <laughs> cover? Mm, uh, that's all, a good point. Uh, they did say last night that only brave or stupid judges come out this far. He may have been using mm. a different name. So, um, when when you went out with Mitya, uh, feel free to disagree, Ben, but I feel like Mitya mm. just, like, ju- judged her based on the situation. He was smart enough to do that. Um, oh, yeah, he, he was not the kind of judge who went around announcing his name to everyone. Listen, sometimes uh, as you got As soon as he arrived somewhere. Well, the apple's <laughs> fallen quite a long way from the tree, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. So, yeah, I'll go up to uh, the bartender and ask him, Ten years ago, when uh, that judge you mentioned arrived, did anything memorable happen um, around this place? Anything change? Any shootouts? Um, any arrivals of a new group of people, perhaps? Oh, it was a while ago. Um, I was just a, a waitress at the time. Um, you can see she clearly hasn't got very much had very much sleep either yeah. um, last night, but has diligently got up to start serving people more drinks. Um, all I remember is there was a big fuss because there was a judge around, um, and she was ushered 
Brom here after a quick drink by one of the uh, uh, what are they called the pale buggers that aren't the palers uh, and she seems to be searching for Mechans. the descriptors that's the Planners. one taken by one of them uh, straight to the tower before she'd even finished the drink uh, is she talking about the judge the judge yeah, yeah. okay um, I will note that down uh, you don't remember their name, do you? I barely got a good look at their face. Uh, I only know they were a judge because they had the big hammer on. Hmm. Oh, enough. Interesting. Um, thank you. Hmm. Alright. So, I'm writing down in my notes, led by a group of Meccans straight into the tower. Mm-hmm. Right. Next line of inquiry. Well, you know Mitya better than everybody else. What would he have done here if he had arrived? Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I ponder. Um. The thing is, I... He was looking for... Perhaps evidence of Trigor's activity, so he would have been looking for, uh... Symbols, perhaps of Triglor. Um so perhaps we should ask around for that. Well, um, there, are, there is a large scrapper community, they move around a lot, perhaps he would have gone there. Perhaps. Uh, yes, worth a chat with them. Um, or he was abducted by the Mechans and is long dead. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I am hopeful that is not the case. Let's assume not, anyway. But I hear, well, we might have to go into the tower. That is something I do not want. But might come to it. Might come to it. If you're looking for a way into the tower, I mean, say theoretically, we had to. We have to have an invite. Do we not? Uh, yeah, most people do. But if you want an invite and you aren't already being sought out by Iridium or being arrested and taken in then your best bet is to find one of those mechans and um, sling a little something their way ah understood I'm not saying it will work just that I know people who have supposedly done it and lived. And hmm. did you see the these people afterwards? Um, no, but I heard about them. <laughs> okay, I give her a thumbs up. Hmm. You <laughs> do you see a lot? Do you see a lot of these Mechans around? Ah, more than anywhere else this side of the Reapers blow. Hmm. Alright, anywhere they tend to congregate? They don't tend to stay tend to stay still very long. They're um one of the few groups that goes in and out of the tower freely. So they tend to stay in there. Do you know any by name? No, they don't drink here. Sure. Though there is um Ah, oh, what's his face? It's got a bit of a bad rap. He's the uh, the new leader, supposedly. Ayur. Uh, I don't know who the name was. 
Oh yeah. We have <laughs> comedy gold. Unfortunately, we have heard the name. Yes. Apparently, uh, someone to stay away from. Yeah, that's probably good advice. But uh, yeah, you keep your eyes about you, and you you'll probably see one sooner or later. All right. Though, if they decide to run away from you. Don't chase after them. It doesn't tend to end well. Mm, noted. Thank you. Um, is there a tip jar I can like leave a draft in? Um, there isn't, but the bar is wide open for you. <laughs> Best. <laughs> well, I could just take a bottle of the road. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm, up to you. Um, right. What? Where do we go next? The scrappers? Tom might might just want to visit them anyway. Why not? I fully do. Let's go. Let's all go (laughs) to the scrappers. So, diving seamlessly back in, we find ourselves in the Scrappers Market, which, to be honest, takes up the vast majority of the clearing around Iridium. There are tents and hastily erected stalls. There are nice-looking displays behind um, glass fronts. There's a range of every conceivable um, possible vendor. So, unless anyone is going to look for anything specific, I'm just going to ask you all to make a various role and see how you do in terms of questioning. Cool. Sweet. Unless unless Tormek or someone else has something they would like to look for. I'm not sure if there's anything in particular Ooh. we need as a group. Um, I have a thought. That, um, so, my, my mech and armour has the ability to um, expel Freon gas. So, so we found some Freon canisters. Yeah, how I don't know how expensive they are, but I'll have a look. Do I? Okay. I, I assume I would be able to fix that up if if we got the Freon canisters. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you've already repaired the suits. Yep. There. And okay. also, yeah, you just need to get it to your. Am... You bastard. <laughs> I am thinking that if we have to pass something the Meccan's way, maybe the Meccan armor is the thing. If we can make up a story. Yeah, but so much to make up a story about how we found it. Here, we're going to bribe you with this. That looks suspiciously like some of our standard issue kit. How did you get it? We found this of a, di- a dying mechan. <laughs> and why was and, he dying? Uh, and we thought we should return it to its owners. Yeah. <laughs> we know how much you value this. Oh, so you'd like to return it for free, wouldn't you? You wouldn't. You wouldn't make them pay for something like that, would you? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> but they would then Famous. appreciate us so much. <coughs> <No>. <laughs> if, because the group have seemed, from our minimum and min, minimal interactions, so level-headed and reasonable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help but notice that this Megan armor is perfectly fitted for this... <laughs> Weedy character in front of 
<laughs> for a weedy mechanism. There appears to be a strange puncture wound repaired in the centre of the armour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just can't get the red stains out. Uh. <laughs> that wasn't us, to be fair. That it's not even wrong, the story. The no, only part we lied about was we didn't give it straight back to the guys that were also there. <laughs> <laughs> but what you have to understand is that it's important for Tolmec to hoard things. <laughs> like a hamster. <laughs> what, ham do hamsters hoard things? Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I thought you meant no. you hoarded hamsters. <laughs> Tolmec Tom scuttles, he's like a hamster. He has large <laughs> cheeks that he can fill with nuts and bolts for storage. <laughs> yeah, you're the mole guy from the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, when Tormek yeah. isn't talkative, it's because his mouth is literally filled with nuts and bolts. I, yeah. I am actually wearing one of those magnifying things on my eyes, like, oh, look at this! <laughs> <laughs> you have disturbed the electronics! Ah, the <laughs> uh, dear. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, forgive me, I was just doing a, big, a bit of digging around while I was listening to that, so if I forget anything, please remind me. So, you're looking for some... Freon. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Reasonably priced. Yeah, so, um, well, <laughs> yeah. so, um, you find somewhere, Freon doesn't tend to just grow on trees, unfortunately. Um, if there are, as you, you ask around some of the, um, Scrappers, a few of them look at you a little bit hesitantly because obviously Freon is the domain of chroniclers who are definitely not welcome here and the mechants who are not trusted, shall we say. Um, they work for the deep state. Mm. <laughs> but there are some sellers who will refill your um, refill your Freon uh gun, cartridge, as it were. Cool. Um, so it'll be for you, a hundred drafts to refill. Oof. A hundred drafts. I think that's... I'm tempted to just go with it. Are you sure? We might be giving this away in a moment. Hey. Unless no. you are hmm. adamant that that is the wrong thing to do. Um, I think it is for the best if my suit is functioning properly. Um, I can do my best to hide it. Um, and if we do have to barter with them, it's best if we had something functional to barter with. I'll do it. A hundred dollars. Okay. 100 drafts, that will give you one burst of Freon. Wow. Okay, so what does it do? Um, Freon. Seems like the right you're going to have to you're gonna have to try it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do, do we know what it does uh, in and out of character? Well, uh, it, it's cold. It, it does just, a freezy, um, freezy. So it, it does um, one dice of damage plus triggers uh Per module level. Mm -hmm. This is just level one. This is just level one. One yeah. you've got, um, and it does it regardless of armor. Yeah. So no matter what their armor, it does the damage. Um, 
it, you have because it's built into the suit you get plus 2d handling so plus 2 dice whenever you try and fire it um, and obviously the benefits of having something super cold on tap mm. as it were so cool yeah cool I'll take it it's great for serving drinks <laughs> <laughs> it's really expensive you know it is it is the sort of thing that could be potentially upgraded if you had the right kind of facilities. Do do I, having looked at the kit, would I be able to do that? Do I know what I'd need? Not unless someone lends you their workshop here. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel hey, like I, gave you... I, I fully think Tolmec would still be in the mindset of like when I get back to the workshop because it's been, I'd say for like twenty years, Tolmec's had a workshop. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's very hard to call me. Yeah. I think you sort of you look because obviously you you were once young and you came maybe not to Iridium but to scrapper meets like this and you look around and maybe hoping to see some of the same faces you did as a, a young lad. But so I didn't talk to you then and I won't talk to you. Now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean even even if you didn't talk to them, they're not here to yeah. be not talked to. Oh. <laughs> Is there anyone of that age, or is it all just young whippersnappers below the age of twenty-five? No, these are all almost without exception young. They're Ooh. trying to make a quick buck. The um, scrap in Eastern Borka is really quite rare, um, and most of the good stuff tends to be snapped up immediately by the needle towers. So they're just here, just in case something has slipped through the net. If they're if they're buying from here, okay. So, uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to look for? Information. Information. Okay. I think as you're looking around, um, Catalina, can you make me a perception check, please? I can. <clears throat> If the internet will allow such it, things. It will. Four successes. Very good. Yeah. As you're looking around, you see a darker hood darting between the drab uh, clothing of the others around here. And beneath it, a slightly pale skin. And you immediately spot them as a mechan. They feel themselves being watched, however, and as they turn and look over at you, you can see you recognise this mecha. Not by name specifically, but this is one of the mechas that you give... You, I'll forgive you if you don't remember the specifics of this, but you, are, you were being paid to transfer memory sticks. I don't remember that. Across. And this is one of the mechas that comes and picks them up. Indeed. And they look slightly shocked to see you. Uh, would they? They weren't tailing us. They were just here as well. Yeah, they were just around. Okay. And these these are from the these are from the apocalyptic past. They're not our ones. Uh, not the past. They're from the present. 
Well, at least in the very recent past. <laughs> Remember, there's that the the woman who wanted EX. She came again. Oh, God, and yes, set up like a trade route where she gives us. Was the she a mechan? She wasn't a mechan, was she? No. Yeah, she was. No, I don't know what she was. Just a person. Mm-hmm. Just hey, a person. Why do we have to label people? Just a person. Yeah, and I think um, I've I've seen this because um, you know I I uh, didn't sleep tremendously well. My wound is acting up, and I think I'm like sort of lagging behind a bit because and like holding my side, which is why uh, I'm paying more attention to our surroundings than the active participation in the you know the bartering and all that, which is why I see this. And I think I like you know, keep keep an eye on the person and sort of like reach out to like like pat whoever is nearest to me, um, whether whatever whatever member of the party it is. And once I've got their attention, without looking away from the mechan, I'm gonna gesture towards them and say, um, "That's one of the mechans we know from Dresden. We transfer them memory sticks or something." We do nothing. Are, are you sure we should do nothing? He could be a useful contact. No, I mean... Oh, I, oh yes. We I'm, do nothing going for him. I'm, going to, I'm going to bring him over here. Sure, go for it. Yeah, I think I... I say, maybe put the... Uh, the mechan stuff away. Yes, I do so. <laughs> you put it back, you put it in your bag and like, do up a bow at the top. You're, yeah. like, you're like scavenger market. Meccans do not bag. look inside. Yeah. yeah you, you gift wrap it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna <laughs> head towards him. Not like stalking straight at him, like I'm gonna attack him or anything, but I'm like moving obviously towards him. I'm not trying to hide the fact I am. So if he wants to run away, he can, because he'll see me. I'll go with you. No, I think they're standing there out of curiosity more than anything. Clearly they weren't in a hurry to get anywhere, and they just... Yeah. They just stand there and, and watch as you approach. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, as I get, you know, to within talking distance, I say, um, I had no idea our clients were so far-spread. It would seem there's a lot you don't know. I don't like Mechan, and this is part of the reason why. <laughs> I hope that's your next line. Yeah, I, think... I don't like you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I one think of the options in the dialogue wheel is just that. I, I give him a very obviously fake, fake smile and give him like a nod and say, um, "I had no idea you and your companions were from this needle. What a coincidence that we should see you here." And I like go to like, not put my arm around him, but like position myself so that obviously I'm leading him somewhere, if that makes sense. And I, I try mm-hmm. to force him to, like, head in the direction that I'm going to be moving in. That, of course, depends, he says as he reluctantly begins to follow you, on whether or not it is a coincidence. Oh, it definitely is. You see, we are just here for some business, and we want to know what not to do. And your people are notable here, so I, uh, you know, we just want to make sure we don't do anything wrong. You would, you would help us, would you not? 
Hmm. Help is seldom free this far north. Well, isn't it fortunate that it will be in this case, then? It's just going to be a friendly chat. Just tell us where not to walk, that sort of thing. Mm, he's just... he's not going to be very good at it, but he's just going to do an expression check to see if he can work out what your game is. Yeah, no, he hasn't got a fucking clue. Um. Good. Yes, yeah, so I'm just going to bring him over to the others. And say, uh... Bring him along. Look, I have encountered one of our regulars. Uh, and I, I go to say something, clearly his name. Realise I don't know it and say, uh... One of the Meccans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. He has agreed to uh, answer some of our questions about... What we what what not to do in Iridium and where to go and how to get there, I'm sure. Hmm. Uh do you do you spend much time in Iridium? <laughs> You're coming here off <laughs> I, I just I'm... <laughs> No, it's, Yours, no, it's a fair question. It's just, it's just amusing. <laughs> I I I, don't, I I just turn into I don't know Columbo or Poro occasionally as Yarov. <laughs> yeah, do we? The camera pans back to Yarov, and he is uh, short, very round, and has a very neat, small moustache. <laughs> I spend as much time here as needed. Uh, important, serious, secretive, I'm sure, Mechan business. Uh, we don't need to know. No, you don't. That. We were hoping to catch someone whilst we were here. Um, I don't suppose you've seen or heard tale of another judge. Make me please, Yarov. A perception and an expression roll. Both? Okay. Both. Okay, perception of one. Expression, expression of, three. of three. Okay. You are just, just able to catch a twinge. Now, this is a mecha, and you're not sure if he's just twinging because part of his augmentations have fired off in the wrong way, or if it's some drugs he's on or what, but he definitely reacted shortly after you asked the question, mm. even as he smoothly says, Aside from you, you mean? Yes, yes. No. Mm. No worries. Why would you see one here? Uh, very, very far away from gestation. Mm. Um, what else should we ask him out of character? Um, how do we get in? How do we get inside? Can we get... Well, the word on the street is that you can get us an invitation into the needle. If we, of course, make it worth your while.
That is something that people say, certainly. <laughs> He's okay. not going to give us a bone. <laughs> um. He's putting the bone in a tin can, which we need to open ourselves. But damn it! I will be. I will uh, admit that you have us at a disadvantage here. We are not here out of choice. We have been cast out of Preston, exiled, in fact. We're simply looking for a way back in to clear our name. Given the service that I provide to you and your people, it may be in your interest to help us. I might be persuaded to ask the right people, though it is a difficult question to ask. Why is that? Because I have to ask my boss. And he is not a patient man for explanations. Are we allowed are we allowed to know who your boss is? It's no secret that all of the Meccans in Iridium work for Ayur. Ah. Uh, yes, I well we had heard the name, indeed. It travels far. Then you can, can understand we... the difficulty. What can we do to make this whole thing run more smoothly? We must be partial to something. Fuck, it's money. <laughs> <laughs> Does he drop the voice as well? He just goes, look. <laughs> <laughs> Me when my workplace asks what it takes for me to stay. Um, <laughs> uh, how much are we talking about? Well, for that kind of invitation, two hundred and fifty drafts, which I might add is at a discount given our working relationship. Do, do, do. How much have you got left? Uh, I have, for, for the audience at home and the fellow player characters, I have 558 drafts in the kitty. Um, I don't know how Sweet. much everyone else has. <laughs> I have 121. <laughs> I have negative mm-hmm. 23. I've, I've got about the same there yet. Okay. Um, 135. Right, shall we just say we'll consider... We'll, should we just go for it, or should we, or should we say we'll consider yeah. it? And go I back? think we oh, yeah, want to consider we'll... it and speak to him later. Be like, because we need to work out what we're going to do in the tower rather than paying for it, That's and true. then realizing, yeah, why are we doing this? All right, yeah, yeah. At least gather more information before we go. Um, so I say, late understood. Um, 
will 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 we be able to find you here later? Depends on if I get sent on a job or not. But if you pay me now, I can ask now. And if you get your invite, someone will find you. Mm, should we just do it? I vote for just do it. Yeah, we've also voted for just I'm, do I'm it. I'm fine with doing it, yeah. Go alone. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I'm Later definitely then. going to agree to this. I just need to put up <laughs> enough resistance for a short amount of time so that there's no blowback. No. Absolutely not. We shouldn't... Okay, fine. But on your head, speak. Alright. Okay, I am going to part with um, my money... Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Is this what you say in shops, Alan? <laughs> I do. That'll be £29.99. I am going to part <laughs> with my money. What? And then he pulls out a bag and he starts counting out the 99 pennies. Autism is a neurological spectrum disorder characterised by learning and educational... Anyway, um... Yep, I will give him the money. Very well. He very quickly slips the water um, drafts into his cloak. Good choice. Oh, and you'll be pleased to know, and he pulls out of, out of the same pocket a small silver uh, data stick. It gets here safe every time. I am very pleased to hear that. <laughs> he very quickly heads off back into the crowd again. I, uh, I feel like we could have <laughs> intimidated him, or I don't know, deceived him somehow, but really? I, I don't I know. Don't. Yeah, maybe. I run it behind him and shoot him in the back of the head and take back the money and say, ah, oh, it's alright, we'll try again. Yeah. <laughs> I do none of that. Yeah. How many enemies can we make in this part of the world in one week? <laughs> Ask, asks Tormek. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we've done it. Um, is it worth asking uh, one of the scrappers about, like, if they've seen um, another judge come by? I'll probably just ask one of them offhand, Ben. Don't know if we need to do uh, we'll play a full conversation. We could, uh, yeah, we, spent, we could spend, like, a, an hour or so, like, going to anyone who um, may have been here for a while. And well, also you said that Mitchell would have been here looking for symbols of Triglor, right? And we know that the symbol yeah. for him is like the triple head. The, the yeah, yeah. So, ask like, that as well. we can ask about that. I mean, because Mitchell might have come I, here and I, moved on. Yeah. I will also say I, I will just let you know this Triglor is not a cartoon villain. He yeah. does, he doesn't stamp his signature what? if he has yeah. one on on just crates and things that are lying around no but it's more a case um, of if anything has been found with that symbol uh, like I don't yeah, know where, where yeah, he has it's, passed so, or something so, so Triglos Triglos symbol is what other people have ascribed to him uh, his whole shtick is that he is a <clears throat> manipulator who sort of waits behind the scenes you know he he <clears throat> does not have a symbol, a banner that he sort of hides underneath. You you could go, you could, if you were very clever, potentially find signs that Trilor was manipulating things. Yeah. 
but it's a bit it's a bit like moriarty and sherlock holmes you know you very rarely you you sort of see him by his absence rather than anything else Mm. we get asked stuff like you know has anything weird happened has anything changed that seemed a bit strange a bit illogical or anything like that i look up then there's a spider in the center of a large web (laughs) (laughs) um yes but that just that's just coincidental okay that's good (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I, so Mitya was potentially heading in this direction because he was concerned that Triangle might be trying to manipulate the needle powers. Um, okay, I kind of had forgotten that. I'm sorry, I don't have my notes here. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Uh, it's apologies. It's. Uh, I don't want to ask. It's it, it, <laughs> but I easy to forget. Them. Don't yeah, can, can we can we ask questions like like that? Like, well, in that case, realistically, going into the yeah, tower is probably happened. the best place for us to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost certainly in terms of information. If you want to find out anything else, you can by all means ask around. But it's going to be a bit more tricky to get anything concrete. So, uh, tell you what, have any nefarious me... Rasputin characters turned up at the uh, <laughs> Iridium Court of late? Yeah. <laughs> yes, a man walks in with an eye patch and a big leather trench coat. <laughs> Uh, and looks around shiftily before ducking into a dark alley. Does he have alleyway. any scars, Ben? Um, That's very important. Oh, yes, several. Oh. Several scars. <laughs> um, tell you what, between the four of you, uh, could I have a... This is go- This is difficult, so this is going to require a, a um, success for all of them, all of these four roles. Can I have a cunning roll? Uh, an expression roll, a negotiation roll. No, no, not not from everyone, but between the four of you. Apologies, James. Stop rolling um, off Yarrow's so sheet, what... James. You did this last time as well. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop having Yarrow. It's because I always bring it up to look at the credits that we've got. That would be tough to me. <laughs> so, and then I forget. So cunning, <laughs> cunning expression. What else was yeah. there? Cunning, expression, expression, negotiation, and perception. Okay. So uh, I, I've got four perception and fuck all everything else. Uh, yeah, go for that. Perception. I have six cunning. My highest stat there is cunning, but I'm getting a minus one. Otherwise, everything. I, I, I'll be rolling four dice. Otherwise, I'll be rolling three on anything else. Yeah, I, I got. Will you do it? I got four in expression. I got three in negotiation. Um. I've got a five in negotiation. Okay, so in that case, uh, the most efficient wow. way, James, is if you do five neg- if five in negotiation. I'll ask that as expression. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do cunning. Okay. And I'll do perception. Yeah. Cool. Are we are we egoing this? Or how we can do. Up to you. Uh, I'm not. Just yeah. everyone will everyone will need to succeed in that one. I, I'm behind you lot, so I'm gonna put an ego in. Oh fuck. Oh, uh, no, it's all down to me. Yarra! Yarra! I got one. Um, uh, five dice for <laughs> one, five dice, one Yarrow. success, and two critical failures. Piss. Yeah, the, the hangover is still definitely affecting Yarrow. Yeah. You try and ask around the issue. Um, you between the four of you, you're able to, for the most part, um, 
get some decent information. You find out a lot about the people that tend to congregate around the needle. Some juicy, probably quite common to them, but new to you, um, rumours about Iridium itself that um, whoever Iridium is, they have decided to... They have, unlike the, some of the other needle towers, they have taken on the persona of their tower. You know, they are Iridium. Um, madness has been banded around a little bit. Um, change in demeanour over the past, uh, I think it's 15 years or so. That the uh, don't know, maybe longer than that, 20 years or so that these towers have been here. Uh, once they were, a, you know, a fairly intelligent and controlled person, mm -hmm. and now they are um, more despotic, perhaps less. They've, they haven't been seen outside of the tower and that kind of thing. There's hints of a change and hints of a change in atmosphere um, around as well. You know, it's it's it, Iridium used to be just a hub for information and trade um, with some very basic voluntary defense against you know, the tribes and, and dangers around. In the last few years, Iridium now has on retainer several mercantile companies um, who are fairly competitive within each other because uh, they are paid depending on success um, and it could be argued that Iridium controls the largest group of trained fighters in this part of the world but alas nothing quite definitive hmm. alright Interesting there. Who who would these fighters pod potentially be? Just that like guy you embarrassed mercenary. on the train? Yeah, <laughs> those guys, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you've already met several That's of true. them. We have met them. Um, those guys, the Mechans, um, I believe there were some other bounty hunters you met earlier on who um, were heading back up to Eridium. Yeah, mm. it's not a, an army per se, but the kind of thing a paranoid ruler would do to stop other forces from uh, controlling the mercenaries so well I'm not sure there's much else we can do before going inside the tower hmm. well let's make sure we're prepared yeah probably How best we, we don't mention Triglor by name inside the tower I will say privately to the group yeah uh, just in case they think we know too much and need to be disposed of, or something like that. <laughs> we should probably play our cards close to our chest. Not that we have many. We don't have leverage. <laughs> we don't have much information ourselves which they might find valuable. Um, could we have, could we have found some, could we have met anyone who's actually been into the tower, been on an intervention like this. Um, uh, asking around, not really. The people that the only people that get into the tower are um, scrappers who found something incredibly rare and valuable. Um, some of the higher Storskis uh, in the on the carbon hierarchy, um, and strange travelers who. Do not stay long when they do come. Fair enough. Strange travellers it is. Because <laughs> our, our 
I have no idea what to expect when we go in here, and I feel like we're just going to be sent straight back out with our tails between our legs. Um, well, maybe. Because we, we, we just sort of go in and have nothing to say. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we ask questions. That's what we do. They Have you seen Mitya? We, they are, they might hoard mighty troves of knowledge. Um, we should treat them as such. Um, and maybe, maybe they'll know things. Maybe that's just hope. Mm. Well, okay. this way. We have well, to try. Um, yeah, we'll shoot from the hip. <laughs> no, no, I no. I wouldn't shoot them. They won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. Okay. You're gonna head back to the Broken Cross. Yep. For the day then. Why not? Yep. Very well. You head back there. Um. A little more subdued, but not much from the previous night. Mm. Um, and uh, the barkeep behind the um, counter says, another bottle of vodka, ladies and gents? Um, I'm not sure my kidneys can take another one. I'm still feeling it from last night, so I think we'll give it a pass. Yes? Agreed. Fair enough, then. You, uh, you certainly went for it last night, so I'm not complaining. So the uh, the Anabaptists tend to go for at least two or three nights in a row. <laughs> well, in that case, if you all want to head to bed, um, mm-hmm. Marco waves at you as you all head past him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give him a thumbs up. Um, give him a thumbs up. Excellent. Um, yeah, the next day you wake up expecting another relatively long slog through the markets to see you know, more gathering information, more um, uh, talking to the same scrappers who, by nature, aren't particularly communicative uh, unless it's about scrap. Um, however, as you head down the stairs, waiting in the bottom of the bar is your Macan friend who turns and looks up from a cup of hot steaming fluid. You can't quite tell whether it's tea or broth or what. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it would appear you are in luck. Ayur has heard of you and is quite keen to meet you. And by extension, Iridium is interested in you. You will meet them both in the tower. All right, thank you. Take us there. Or do we just go in ourselves? I will take you there. Once I have finished my drink. <laughs> and he smiles over at the bar and you can see um, uh, the one behind the counter is not impressed, but is doesn't dare to say anything. What are you drinking? This is a cup of the finest bone broth. <laughs> Hydraulic oil. Uh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> he takes his time and does I not make any effort to talk to you uh, so um, he once finished stands and leads you to the centre uh, it's quite early and most people aren't up and about yet he takes you to one of the many jagged faces of the base, <laughs> the base of the tower um, on either side two large figures uh, helmeted and armoured um, both holding um, submachine guns, nod at him, 
as he leads you through the automatic doors. Inside, it's strange. Every surface is metallic, dark, incredibly reflective, and yet the reflections seem to peter out after a distance, as if sort of fading away. Wires crisscross here and there, and glass sculptures reflect a strange sourceless light in strange patterns. But in the background you you hear something and it sounds like birdsong, but artificially loud and as you walk through the various corridors clearly on repeat. As you get closer you enter a fairly large chamber. This must be near the centre of the base of the tower and um, you see a large set of uh, automatic steel doors in front of you. The Mechan walks up to them and pushes a small button built into the archway. The doors open just enough to let you pass through single file and you find yourself uh, in a, an antechamber. It's almost anticlimactic compa compared to the strange metallic harshness. Remember this is a, a part of the world where wood is the construction material of choice. Um, metal is rare and expensive and this is an entire tower made of the stuff. But this room is small. Um, its floor is tile rather than metallic and its walls are curved and almost organic though still made of some kind of metal. Built into parts of the wall are large speakers which play out loudly the repeated bird song and the sound of the wind in the trees. Stood near another door on the other side, a tall, slender figure, hooded and cloaked, and carrying a long staff with a heavy head atop it. As the door closes behind you, the figure turns and you see a face difficult to describe. There's no feature that particularly set, uh, it stands out, but one metal eye with a burning white iris stares back at you and metal implants extend from around the scalp down the cheeks and down behind the robe. Tormek kind of sees this and he's there's a look of awe and inspiration on his face. This is obviously like some sort of beautiful sight to him. Yeah, and I think for all of you, this is fairly awe-inspiring. You know, this is a a being who, and I think Vasco, you appreciate this most of everyone, who holds himself as a an emperor or a god would. This is a man who expects to be treated with the utmost reverence. Mm. And they turn and see you and say, "Iridium greets you." You are a long way from home. Ayur 
and he gestures that the figure gestures to um another mechan you recognize this t- this time the one from the uh lynching that very nearly went very badly the attempted lynching I would say who is sat in a corner in the shadows nods tersely Ayur tells me you are seeking guidance in a matter that would potentially benefit all of us how may Iridium be of assistance we are grateful to have your audience we are looking for someone by the name uh, Dmitri Morozov, a judge. Hmm. Forgive me, but I do not concern myself with the petty matters of the people of Iridium, for I see beyond that, and their welfare may be accounted for in the grand schematics. Iridium <laughs> shall send for one of my advisors who may be able to assist in this. Ayur um, at this, he's not trying to hide it, but there's a a sly smirk across his face. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Is it worth you... trying to keep, out of character this is, is it worth trying to keep their audience now try and persuade them is like no this is more important than you think but will that um maybe lead us into trouble somehow um I mean, if, if she doesn't know she doesn't well he if he doesn't know he doesn't know i, I, I guess you, them for not caring i suppose you, won't help it, yeah. i think just just as an interesting point you you can't tell whether it's male or female yeah this figure in front of you they. Mm-hmm. um mm. Is it worth saying something like this is our character, like they might uh Dimitri might know something um which is important to them because maybe it's maybe we should invoke like hang on, you know Triglor. What if um they were a threat to you? I might go I might go for that. Um This person themselves was investigating a very powerful, manipulative sleeper. You might have heard of one. I think that it is in your interest to help me find him. A sleeper, you say? Hmm. The one with three faces. Now, are you, Alistair, trying to deliberately obfuscate this person, or are you... Cause I'm Triglor being kind of mysterious, I'm not really... Triglor is a marauder, marauder. Just if we're splitting hairs, Sli- and sleepers. Marauder. If you want That's to fair. say a sleeper... I wanted to say marauder, uh, actually. Apologies. You wanted to say marauder. Apologies, marauder. Oh, uh, okay. No, no, that's fine. Just there are very few... There are... A fair number of sleepers who oh, may be yeah. up and about, but there are only a very, very few marauders who are known. Yeah. Um, I see. You seek Triglor. I, no, I personally do not seek Triglor. I 
hope I never. Away from I hope I never encounter them. Mm. I just. If your friend sought Triglor, then either they failed, or they succeeded, and will not be heard from again. I fear if you have not seen them in some time, it may be the latter. Nevertheless, we shall find out. Tell me, why do you seek this person? They are very important to me. I owe them a lot. I see. And for the rest of us, we... We need him to prove our innocence. So we may be allowed back in to trust him. This much is at least in part known to us. Hmm. I must confess, while we are waiting, your friend's fate is not of huge concern to Iridium. However, you do appear to be in possession of certain artifacts. And they look very specifically at you, Vasco. Okay. Uh, they talk about the bionic knife or something. The like bracelet. The bracelet, of course. But I'm still wearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. How could I forget about the bracelet? Mm-hmm. Call myself a fucking scrapper. <laughs> you are either very bold or very cunning. To wear them as blatantly as you do. I like to think a little of both. For the first time, a small smile crosses their face. This is a useful trait. You will be categorized as potential. However, <laughs> I try to hide the small flicker of concern. These artifacts are part of a larger collection of mine, and one in as such pristine condition as yours are to be idolized. There are many who would seek to do damage with these, Triglor being among one of the greatest. We have figured out as much as we can about what they do. They appear to have changed my hands into someone else's so as to open something locked to their fingerprints. But of course, we have no idea what that thing could be. No. Iridium imagines that you do not. These were designed, created, and utilized by some of the more nefarious pre-Eschaton clans and cults. Anything that would require this to open it would have been very precious indeed. It is within my power to discern what these may have opened, and it is within my vaults 
at the lists of treasures that are still locked behind doors may be found. In exchange for my help, would you be willing to part with these so that they may be safeguarded along with the other knowledge? Um. <clears throat> mm. What would Vasco do? Let me just think about it. I was going. Yeah, I was looking at you like, hmm, yeah, I think you should. Tom yeah, think... cannot hide the fact that he's like, but, but that, but, but there are toys. When, when you have given me help enough, then I will be willing to part with these. Upon my honour, be that. You may shoot me as I walk out the door if I betray you on that point. As I'm sure you would anyway. You are indeed bold to lay such a claim in front of Ayur. Even Iridium has heard of his over-enthusiastic methods. And they give... They sort of cock their head and look at Ayur, and they sort of give him the look as a slightly amused parent might do to a mildly disappointing child. <laughs> you know, like they've done something a bit naughty and it's like, oh, you know better than that. Kind yeah. of look. Well, they give that to me? Or to no, they give that to Ayo. Okay. Um, ah, but I hope I will be able to help you, for here comes my right hand. There's a beep from the door behind Iridium, and out from it steps a relatively short figure, especially when compared to Iridium themselves. They are covered in scars across their face, um, but none of the rest of them is uncovered. They have a white eye on the same side of their face, part of their lips have been burned away so they're constantly either grimacing or smiling at you depending on the angle you get it at Um, they are completely bald and hold themselves with a military bearing they are are covered in bandoliers of various um, descriptions uh, definitely military hardware but most noticeably of all is the staff they hold in their hand which you quickly realize is in fact a splayer the Mm. normal bronze uh, brass uh, head of the splayer has been replaced with a black modified blade Um, e-cube housings run down parts of the handle and the other end which would normally carry the mollusk now seems to have some kind of um, electronic attachment. This is head of my finest mercantile company, Ulyanov. He will be able to help you, I am sure. Fuck! And that is where we will end tonight's uh, session. Oh no! What was that cry of? Recognition, Alpha. Yeah. Who's uh, Is that someone from the Yeah. Um, they've been mentioned before as well. Yeah, I recognise the name. I just can't remember. I couldn't remember who Ilyanov was. Yeah. 
this when when Judge Furman died, he wrote the note Ulyanov knows and is headed towards somewhere. Um uh Ulyanov was the person who stole Mitya and left me to die in the streets outside Dresden. Uh, so that, that next session is going to be cool and interesting. I I knew so it was going to I knew it was going to be him. The moment Ben has a detailed description, I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> is this only enough? Is this only enough? Is this? A, it's only enough. <laughs>